Hi guys, it's Jamie. Just before we do the show, I just want to do a big thank you to anyone who uh, listened to the pod who came out to see the live show in Edinburgh. That was really nice that people came. Um, obviously, uh, we we weren't expecting as many people who listened to come down. So thanks for coming. And now to the episode. Love you. If you like movies and I'm here to say, then this is the show for you, okay? It's got the best movie to Jamie Allentone, so don't touch that down, turn off your phone. Grab a sweet song, mix of popping corn, from Rosebud to Laughter to Jason Bourne, Meryl Streep to Kirk Russell to Dennis Hopper. And don't forget, y'all, Get to the Chopper! Welcome back to The Best Movie 2, the podcast that tells you what movie to watch in any given situation. For example, what movie would you like to watch if it was only a Tom Cruise movie? That's why we're going to do big, big Tom Cruise chat today. We've got Josh Allen back. Hi, Josh. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Have you had a good week since we last recorded? Oh, yeah. It's been a quality week. Can't Did you put tell down you. that horse? Say again? Did you put down that horse? No, it were... pulled through. <laughs> <laughs> Because I saw your TikTok where you just kept putting shit in head. Well, you know, yeah. you get, if, if I've made the journey, yeah. then... I guess, well, like that when that farmer found out what you were doing, I guess you got chased off. <laughs> yeah, but I had, a, I had a scrambler bike, so I was all right. Hey, I tell you, you can ride a horse, Tom Cruise. Yeah, he can. He has done it in at least one film. That Shetland pony rides in The Last Samurai. Mm. That's good. Yeah, The Last Samurai. That was massive for like a year. Yeah, I feel like that's one where it's just on the cusp of like, ah, this is a bit naff, isn't it? Like, I like The Last Samurai, I think mm. mainly because I like all the actors in it. And it's directed by, is it Robert Zwenk? Edward, Edward, oh, the guy who did, he did Glory and, that's a, yeah. and a few other ones. Loves, loves a horse. <laughs> Love Another Drugs, he did that one. Uh, is, there any horse one where, is it Love Another Drugs? They did that one and they were like, listen, it's a romantic comedy, except yeah. it's about Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> you watch it thinking it's going to be a light-hearted comedy. Nope, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Last Samurai. Sorry. So I guess which of which Tom Cruise character would you give Parkinson? No, don't. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it would be Jack Reacher, I think. Um, so I think just in general, how how do you feel about Tom Cruise? We're doing the Tom Cruise uh, the deep dive today. Yeah. So so when you invited me on to do this to have a hat trick. Um, <laughs> I sort of thought about a few actors and there's a few I could have picked it's not like Tom Cruise is like he's not my favourite actor or anything like that I just thought he's someone I can talk about I feel like Tom Cruise is a little bit like a Tom Hanks or a Steven Spielberg in that they are a seal of quality Yeah, for he, me anyway like, I'm not his, saying his everything hit. he's done is an absolute smash hit but that's why you joined the Church of Scientology, isn't it, Josh? Yeah, that's it, yeah. And, um, you know, all power to Zool, or whatever the <laughs> thing's called in that. Um, no, um, oh, Will Smith used to be a little bit like that, and then and then he made After Earth. Yeah, I think Tom Tom Cruise, his hit rate is insane. When you look at the, the actual years, like, he has, most years, a film out. Mm. And for that so that means while something <clears throat> is in production he's also looking at the script for something else mm. and it is picks like the percentage of duds aren't really that high but what know? like even films that he's made that people consider bad aren't like they're not absolute flops so like i most people think like vanilla sky is not very good but you'll still find people who like it and it still made money mm. and I same with like eyes wide shut 
this is where we have to say a, a much maligned film that we both agree is perfect far and away. Yeah, which is, you know, I think it's his flawless Irish accent for me yeah. in that film. Do you like my hat? Tell me you like my hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was before he found his niche. Do you know what's mad? He does far and away in the same year that he does A Few Good Men. Imagine having that flop and being like, I'm over, this is it. And then A Few Good Men comes out and he's like, oh, boom, we're back, baby. And then he has the <laughs> Which is also good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's bad. But, you know, I do, I think he is a seal of quality. Listen, I know he's controversial. I'm not really interested in that side of him as a celebrity or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm just not, it's just not the way I feel about things. I'm very much someone who thinks I can, where absolutely feasible, separate art from, yeah, from life or whatever. Obviously, there's there's limits to that. Like you don't like yeah. short people, is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't like short people. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but but yeah. So, so 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 yeah. So I think he's a seal of quality. I think he's a. I think he's a good actor. He's one of few because there's not that many actual box office draws anymore. Like box office draw now is is, is products, isn't it? It's you know it's the Marvel films, it's the Transformers films, it's the the whatever a universe has been built. Yeah, we say now that IP is the main yeah. thing, yeah. you know, over. And I think Hollywood kind of prefers it that way. They like the idea that people are going to come and watch a re- – you know, they'll come watch the X-Men instead of Hugh Jackman because we mm. have to pay Hugh Jackman, but we don't mm. have to pay, and, you know, yeah. Steve Ditko. And you only um, have to look at, top, you know, the, the most recent Top Gun film. That absolutely – that made so much more money and is so much better – the, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. Yeah, it had no right to be that good. And it, no. was, it was insane that I I do believe, like, I, you know, you look at him and you think, I wouldn't go for a pint with Tom Cruise because you'd probably put a pound down next to a pool table and he'd be like, what are you doing? And, like, he wouldn't <laughs> understand the concept of it. Um, but he'd I, ask the bartender for a description <laughs> of every ale. Yeah, and he'd be like, "So, are you a Libra or what's going on here?" Tom, just yeah. get a, just get a Moretti. What's this? Uh, what's this Doom bar? Just get a Moretti, Tom. We've got a trade to catch. Oh, so this gets pumped in through the cellar. Let me. And he'd, he'd do the the hand clap. He'd be like, "Let yeah. me go through the cellar, guys. Yeah. I'm checking out the." Beer I'm gonna set. see the cellar. Speaking to someone behind him who doesn't know him but gives yeah. you the impression knows. I'm gonna speak to the. Yeah, <laughs> just give him a bottle of Estrella out the fridge. But despite He's got to all that, with it. despite that, I do believe that he loves cinema, and I do. Yeah, I think he like it's. I've said it before on this podcast. I think he is partially uh, credit to bringing back cinema after COVID. I think so. I think I think I don't think that's I don't think that's unfair to say. I mean, Top Gun Maverick got old people back in the cinema, basically. Yeah, because yeah. Tenet got old people thinking they had dementia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Top Gun Maverick was the one was like nice big explosions, actual stuff. And do you know what's mad? If you made Top, I reckon if you made Top Gun Maverick in the nineties, like late nineties, people would just shrug their shoulders because like, oh, what they they put people in airplanes. Mm. But because we've been bombarded with so much CGI, mm. and, you know, even the Fast and Furious movies, which I do love, but you you can your eye can just tell it's fake. And the the IP in them is family. Yeah, family and Corona. Yeah, <laughs> vests, family. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at the script then. Family. Are you this isn't your group character, you can say of it family. Yeah. Oh <laughs> look, there's clauses that say people can't lose fights, and now we've written ourselves into the corner so no one can lose a fight. Hey, do you know he, he takes a punch quite well, Tom Cruise, I think. He does, he does again, yeah. doesn't mind doesn't mind looking vulnerable. It also doesn't I I think he doesn't take himself too seriously either. 
No, and it, do you know what is weird is that when you look at it after he does the couch jumping, mm. the famous couch jumping, he doesn't seem to be like a strong romantically. That's where he moves into we're just doing spectacle, mm. and people don't really like him uh, having. I think because his romance, his romantic life was so publicized and was so kind mm. of murky. It wasn't just oh he's in love he's divorced. It was kind of embedded in other stuff. Mm. People didn't want to see him as a romantic lead, so he has these kind of loners, you know, Jack Reacher, you got uh, Ethan Hunt, mm. all these people are, and I, I think it worked in Top Gun kind of because it was that character predated the madness. And it, yeah, I think, and it works for the character. It, wor- yeah. it, it works for the character because in it he, you know, he is a loner, but he's not as high stakes. A lo- you know, he's a, he's a naval pilot instructor he's not a secret agent saving the world yeah <laughs> yeah because it he's not stacy jacks the star of rock of ages that <laughs> one that he was in <laughs> i would have i would have liked the kind of the rom-com elements brought to the fore in valkyrie uh, mm, where he yeah played. it's missing that wasn't it <laughs> where, where they i think valkyrie that's a rare miss for him um probably because they said this is the film about the people who almost killed hitler mm. and you're like well you know do the job or don't and also, sometimes I think he's he, his star outshines the plot. Yeah, so it's not the plot. It's not the film about. It's not the film about the time they tried to kill Hitler and failed. It's Tom Cruise tries to kill Hitler yeah. and fails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had he had an eye patch, so we're like, oh, this guy's cool, and then we're like. Yeah. Oh no, he's just a bit sad, and he didn't sort of, kill Hitler once every ten years. He sort of decides he's going to try and win an Oscar, and then yeah. doesn't. It's. I, was, I had a look. I was like, "Has he won an Oscar?" And it, not it's, for acting. I feel like he's give up the last. You know, it's what. What do you reckon was his last? Valkyrie was probably his last stab at like, yeah, I won an Oscar. Yeah, um, Valkyrie was. Valkyrie was about two thousand seven, wasn't it? Because even things like he did American Made, but it's not a particularly. It's a good film, but it, he's not particularly like trying to win an Oscar in it or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like that was this kind of oh, Sicario looks quite good. I'll try and do something a little bit grittier, but yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but uh, what what would you pick then if he if he had won an Oscar? I re- I reckon the Last Samurai definitely thought he was getting. Yeah, Last Samurai, born on the fourth of July. That's the sort of film in it where he thought. I mean, even like even like a Vanilla Sky or something like that. If you think about when it was released and Cameron Crowe coming off the back of other stuff, he definitely thought, "Yeah, this is me. This, this is me. This is me doing me me acceptance speech." Um, so, if, so you're asking if I think he deserves to win a, an Oscar? What's it for? Yeah, I reckon yeah. the closest these come is probably Jerry Maguire. Just yeah, that's the most Tropic Oscar season. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably Jerry Maguire. Yeah, although I will say. Because I think that's the other thing is because he sort of he does action films he does what he does very well he's quite pretty he is a product in himself I think people think perhaps he's not a good actor but actually he's a fucking brilliant actor like even Jerry Maguire but even things like if you look at Minority Report I would say that's mm. definitely one where he's he's really you know yes he does run in and jumping and all that but the bit where uh, Samantha Morton is doing the monologue about what his little boy would have done when he yeah. grew up. He's absolutely smashes that out of the park. Beginning of Mission Impossible, uh, Mission Impossible 3 with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Not a Mission Impossible I think most people think of as being really good. Mm. I think it is a really good one. Um, but there's a whole bit where Philip Seymour Hoffman, it just starts with him in tears. Yeah, I think if you if you take that script for Mission Impossible 3 and give it to someone a, a bit less 
looks like it's directed by a TV director because I, yeah. I, I don't mind JJ. No, it, it does look like it's directed even by though TV. it looks like an episode of Twenty Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think and also it's weird that he's got that enduring franchise. Like you look at his films, and he'll come off the back of something and go, "I'm just going to tip back into a Mission Impossible film just to keep." Um, just to keep the keep yeah. the lights on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like kind of he's out clubbing and he just keeps going back over to that like four who's like, are you are you sticking around for a bit? Yeah, yeah all right then. Do you want to? Then... Do you want a Bud Light from the? No, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the favorite part about the Mission Impossible is so the the last one I thought was 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 good. I didn't think it was good as Fallout. Obviously, yeah. it's called Dead Dead Reckoning Part One, and then Dead Reckoning Part Two is coming out. Well, obviously, it's unknown now because of all the strikes, but it's coming out imminently. And that made it look like we're wrapping this up now. That's yeah. it. We're doing eight. That's us. Tom might Tom might go on and do other stuff or whatever. And then it turns out it's because he thought he was going to stop and then went, nah, I'm not going to stop. So they've just got two yeah. films there. They're a double did, partner. <laughs> he did the same in like, was it Ghost Protocol where he brings yeah. on <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, Renner. Jeremy Renner? And everyone's like, oh, Jeremy Renner's going to replace him. And it's like halfway through filming. It's Max. Tom Cruise is actively fighting younger people trying to replace him, <laughs> but he's decided to do it in the movies instead yeah. of like I'm bringing out. And he's got someone who represents like the biggest franchise at the time. Yeah, I'm Get waiting for the the ninth Vision Possible film, The Rock. Let's see what yeah. happens. <laughs> well, I think The Rock. The Rock seemed to have looked at his career and took all the wrong things because obviously uh, he does all these great films. He's got like some real crowd pleasers like you know mm. your top gun stuff like that and i think it's that the success comes from him putting the quality into the film whereas the rock has gone i want a big film i want the big paycheck without going no the rock if you, or Dwayne, if you if you call him <laughs> sit down with the writers get someone smart in mm. and like because you joe so christopher quarry the guy who uh, writes and directs yeah yeah, Impossibles, yeah he does these huge huge interviews where he'll go into detail and you hear about Tom Cruise's involvement and everything is for the good of the film. Mm. Like, at no point is it, I need to look cool in this. Like, the character can look cool because you want your protagonist to look cool. But every decision they make is like, this is this is what will make the film tighter. What better. will be a good viewing experience for the audience? Yeah, whereas I think The Rock is like... Not, I'm going to fight there. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's done, Dwayne. Get him back. Get him back for, get him back for 30 seconds. Let's make promises we'll never keep. <laughs> yeah. Why don't Why don't you just tweet out everything um, that you haven't agreed on? Um, with, why don't you, I don't, just, you just leave a mound of shit for James Gunn to clean up? <laughs> I don't think Tom Cruise is even on Twitter, is he? Uh, he so he, he's on most social media, but he just sort of posts when he's yeah. got something coming out. It's just him, like kind of out outside that cinema that Nicole Kidman's in, telling people to go to cinema. Yeah, it's, it's just him going. It's my fucking turn in this AMC. <laughs> <laughs> I did like them them videos he does where he's like, it's him going to the cinema and he's yeah. got a mask on, so you can't tell, even though it's a it's a five foot two guy with bouncers around him who's yeah. like the only person who's allowed to film in the cinema. Going, hey guys, come on back to the cinema. <laughs> But also because he's because he, he is so charming and he is quite likable, he gets a, he, he does. I think he has a lot of rope from the general public, so mm. things happen to him. So do you remember when? Do you remember, this is that this is this is not one that the, the kids at home will know. Remember the this TV ball, program Balls of Steel? Balls of Steel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and someone sprayed him with water, and all the papers were like, "He's gone mental over that water diva," and everyone went, "You sprayed him with water." Yeah, 
It was what they like, did was rude. <laughs> yeah. Like and now you look back on punk to be like these celebrities going mad because this little kid slashed his tire. What a diva. Slashed his tire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we killed Daniel Radcliffe's mum yeah, and he went yeah. crazy. No, he went mental. He was oh, I mean, all over the show. He did. The best thing about and that is Balls of Steel was like presented by Mark Dolan, who's now screaming yeah. on like GB News and cutting up maths. It's a conspiracy. It's like he, he's gone from a show with like, you've got Tom Cruise on at the height of his like, he was giving interviews with all the craziness and Mark Dillon yeah. outdone him. That's quite impressive. <laughs> in between the guys from Dirty Sanchez just smashing bricks into the bollocks or whatever it was they were doing and Channel 4 going, this is comedy. We've actually yeah? got... We've stayed in your bollocks to a, a desk. <laughs> we've got we've got Mark Dolan on next week. He's going to talk about Jim Caviezel's best movie. <laughs> um. Uh, it's just the Count of Monte Cristo, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's the, you know, he sprayed with water. There was the COVID one where he went, meant someone got audio of him going mental and they thought, this is it. This is Christian Bale. He's going mad. And everyone went, what was he bollocking him for? And they went, not wearing a mask. Went, well, yeah, wear a mask, then, shouldn't he? <laughs> Like it was like, the thing is, he's not just the actors of Mission Impossible. It's his, it's his franchise. So he's doing his job as the producer because otherwise he might get fined. They might lose money because the production might stall. I, you know, I just, I, I just think he has that level of celebrity and he has that level of being a product that makes him just that little bit more, a little bit like Tom Hanks. But he, he could be so much more insane. I think, mm. you know, he, he's that that level of superstar where nobody. Nobody in the last 20 years has like farted in front of him or said, oh, do you want a beer, mate? Or even said, it's your round. He's not had a normal human interaction in probably 20 odd years, has he? No. So he could be so much more insane than he is. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be in with him, would you? No, because I'd (laughs) I'd be too tempted to like just play with his hair (laughs) and be like, no one (laughs) will believe you, Tom. Do you know, yeah, there, there, there are massive actors who now, when we're talking about, you know, it's all about IP, who once they leave that IP. So like Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man made him the highest paid mm. person in the world. Spoilers for Endgame, but they kill Iron Man off, and it's like, what's he going to do next? And he does Doctor Doolittle and then disappears. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, he doesn't disappear, but you know what I mean? He's not got the same draw. He sort of almost does, if anyone out of the Marvel acts yeah. does, it's Robert Downey Jr. But you look at Hemsworth, you look at Chris Evans, you know, Chris Evans sort of now does what he wants, which I think he is really good, but he doesn't have that, that level of fame i don't think i would get i i think it'd be hard to say there is a household in the uk that doesn't know tom cruises but there will be households mm. in the uk that don't know who chris hemsworth are is yeah no nobody's using their franchise platform as well as tom cruise has used yeah. it i think there's no one coming off the back of marvel who's sat down and really gone all right what's next that'll keep me going it is just you know dr doolittle was oh this is going to be all on green screen mm. um we can probably improv a lot because I'll do my shtick mm. um, and it'll be fun and everyone will come see it because it's a kid's uh, kids film. Mm. No, it was shit. Yeah. Is, <laughs> it, got is, there, on the wrist. is there something like a dragon's got a bad pipe, bagpipe stuck up its ass or something in it? I've not that seen was, it. That was part of the rewritten ending. Yeah. They, of course they it was. Re- that was they the obvious thing the to do. <laughs> and a, dra- a dragon had a bagpipe up its ass. Like, this isn't working. We need a third act. Uh, I haven't recently come back from the Edinburgh Fringe. That's actually quite triggering for me. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> uh, right. Shall we? Shall we? Um, should we talk about our bottom three? What, what do you think? Should we eradicate? What's the bottom uh, three? So bottom three, Tom Cruise. So for me, Rock of Ages. 
Oh, okay. It is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Um, I very much think it would probably work on stage, but that was the post Mamma Mia. Oh my God, let's get everything on st- on screen right yeah. now. Let's get actors who can't sing. I don't care. Get them up because these idiots are going to see it. Rock of Age is the only time that I've, but again, back when DVDs were things, it was about the tail end of when DVDs were things and streaming was coming in. I, you know, it was that thing where you'd go to like HMV or Kex or whatever, or Sex, whatever it's called, and get three for a tenner or two for a five or whatever it is, just for something to watch over the weekend. And I think I got that thinking, this looks tongue-in-cheek and funny. And I watched it, put myself through it, and it's the only time I've ever just thrown a DVD away. <laughs> <laughs> Rock gonna, of Ages. I don't, I don't want know. this in my house. It feels like it's got Russell Brandon. It does, and uh, Alec there Baldwin we go. and I've, other I've, ones. I've not seen Rock of Ages, but you know when you just go, that's that's got Russell Brandon. That's yeah. got strong Russell Brand vibes. Mm. I don't I don't need to see that. Yeah, Rock of Ages is a good show. Do you know what I'd, I'd actually throw out? Is just because I don't like him in it. War of the Worlds. It's a bit of a weird one, that, isn't it? It doesn't fully suit that he's a bit too because... charming for the grubbiness of the character. Well, that's the thing. He, he's coming off the back of all these films where he's like a cop or, you know, The Last Samurai is a big uh, army sergeant. Yeah. Collateral. He's, Hero, a hit, he? he's a hitman. And then I do not buy him as like just a dad. Who, you can tell when he's, he's, he's making a sandwich for his kids and that. And you're like, you have never buttered bread in your <laughs> but even life. In that, even in that, they went, we've got to make this guy the best at something. So at the beginning, he's walking away from a shift as a crane operator, and the supervisor like goes, but you're the only one who can move these boxes, <laughs> and something like that. And he's obviously gone, what do I need to do? Make me the best at the crane break. <laughs> and in the, and, then, and he, there's even part of me that I thought, that crane operating thing might come back into it. Yeah, Chekhov's crane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just doesn't. That's just his job. Especially if we've been trig, uh, if we've been like um, designed to think like in alien movies, Independence Day, he's a crop duster. He'll come back using his crop dusting skills. He does only he, and in he's this, like, yeah, <laughs> he operates a crane. There's a big tripods. This he's gonna kill. It's gonna be like the getaway. Stay away from me, you bitch. The the aliens bit, but it's gonna be Tom Cruise. And then it's just everyone gets a sniffle. I I would have preferred someone um, a kind of a bit more, bit more workman like in that. Give me put John Cusack from twenty twelve into War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah like John a bit Cusack. more slubby, bit of a grub, <laughs> bit more anyway, of a grubby guy. Should we should we throw one more out of his his uh, his repertoire? Go one on, more. Um, I think I've, I, I I'm surprised neither of you said the Mummy yet. Oh uh, yeah, I just forgot. The only thing I can remember about that is when they accidentally released the trailer without the music. <laughs> uh, it was just screaming. Uh, 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 oh, that was yeah, yeah. Let's put the mummy in there then. Yeah, the mummy. The mummy is. It's one of his few ones where you can kind of see the working out. You like? Mm. Do you know when? Do you know when a, a, a kid comes in at a Christmas party and everyone's having fun and then the kid says something funny and people laugh and then they keep trying to top it and you're like, I can yeah. see, I can see you yeah, thinking here. I don't like this. And the mummy was him being like, ah, franchises, right? And they did all that stupid stuff with the dark universe, didn't they? Well, they, they went they went big before it even been yeah. a thing. And um, look at we've got. Hmm? He won't have a troubling court case in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really I wanted to see the the Russell Crowe uh the Russell Crowe's Doctor uh, Jack Jack and Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Welcome to the world of gods <laughs> and monsters. <laughs> That was when he was still clinging on to the fact that he might occasionally go to the gym. Yeah. Whereas now his Twitter is him going to places going, can you guess where I am? 
<laughs> somewhere. I don't know Russell. I love it. I, I love Russell Crowe. I think he's, he's great. Superman and Thor's dad. And even he couldn't save the mummy. Let's throw the mummy in. All right. Yeah, which, mummy's a good shout. Which the does mean trailer. It's got to be up there. <laughs> which does mean we can move to a more positive note, though. Yeah. Uh, what's our what's our top three uh, Tom Cruises? Oh, so many I've got I've got here. What what? Go on, you go first. Okay, so my I, I, I'd say just just to make it easy, you can only have one Mission Impossible, and I'd, so, I'd, so we can't just have the franchise. No, uh, well, I'd, uh, I'd say Fallout is where that peaks. Yeah, Fallout. for me, yeah, just be Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> Second Fallout. one for all the doves. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> The, the kickboxing dove one where they went make it like the first one but completely different yeah. and um like a like a music video <laughs> i think the only the only good thing about the john woo one is that john woo went well if you can wear a face mask why wouldn't they all wear a face mask so every single character at some point does the face mask rip yeah. which kind of you if you watch the mr possible films again you're like yeah he probably could have just worn a face mask <laughs> It's the other one way. Again, you can see the working out in that. Why? Why would you give John Woo a film like this? It would obviously work because of all the things he did in the Hong Kong cinema mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then there's the bit where it, you can see them going, "What about jousting on motorbikes?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch it and you're like, "What?" And I, I can imagine John Woo watching the first one, going, "You know what's holding this back? The laws of physics." So, where's <laughs> he watching him jump from a helicopter onto a train? <laughs> What, what if he did that with long hair? There is that insane <laughs> stunt in number two, though, with the the knife. It, it didn't need uh, to be which that they actually did as well. Oh. Yeah, but it's on a chain, isn't it? And he yeah. actually got Doug Ray Scott to... Um, uh, it was that Doug Ray Scott was pulling away, wasn't he? And mm. Tom Cruise was pulling it, which you can... Tom Cruise is the only actor, I think, who would see a knife and start pulling it towards his eye, going, like, this is going to be a great yeah. shot. As he's going, you're missing out on playing Wolverine for this. <laughs> 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 did you know that ben so the gray scott was meant to play wolverine um but because of like extra shooting on mission impossible 2 they gave it to hugh jackman and now every time he sees like he's not even in the other mission impossibles he died he must be looking at that going oh you've been playing that for over 20 years and, and then he's like, he's, he's, he's not like, like, not that he's not that he's not buff, but that's why he's not that buff in the first X Men. He just sort of looks like a guy who goes to the gym yeah. a bit. Yeah, and I thought like, you meant. Go, sorry, no, and that's what. And then, and then, obviously, as it goes, he literally gets buff in reverse. <laughs> you like, you look at the first, he's like, yeah, sort of in shape, yeah. Like I happily look like that by, and then by like 2017, he's like, oh, he looks like a Greek statue. <laughs> Where he's like, I haven't <laughs> had a bit of bread in five years. Kill <laughs> <Feel> me. <laughs> I thought you meant that Tom Cruise was supposed to be Wolverine because like that is that is the only like <laughs> well, notoriously short like mm. superhero who also never ages. Like, yeah, he, he should have been. That would have that's the, that's the role he's missed out on. The, yeah, the... but he's he's got it, it, Tom Cruise always has he's had free coffees energy and it's mm. the energy's too much for Wolverine. Hey, ha, I'm gonna snake you. Ha, ha. <laughs> How you doing, Bob? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the biggest thing now is it's going to be Daniel Ratcliffe, isn't it? But I just don't. <laughs> I just can't see him being menacing enough. He's a great actor. I just don't... I think he should carry on with the indie stuff he's doing. I still think there's time for Mel Gibson. Yeah? Uh, what could go wrong? Sorry, sorry. Who's Daniel Radcliffe playing? That's there's the room. There's a room. The, the next Wolverine. There's a picture that's circulated because Daniel Radcliffe has got shredded for his latest part. It's in that mission... Is it mission workers yeah. or whatever he does? And he's Miracle probably... Workers, that's it. 
He's probably coming up to was he like late thirties now? Yeah, he's about no, he's, 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 no, he's sort of about thirty-five, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think he's a maybe couple years older than me. In yeah. Hollywood, that's pretty late. Um, <laughs> but okay, he's so, sixty-one. Yeah, <laughs> so like, sixty-one. Sixty-one. He found the fountain of youth. He must have done. It's mad when you look at films that he's been in. I think so. There's something like he's older than um, John Voight. Is yeah, he's now my, so my, my favorite one was when he does the the big run in Fallout. So obviously there's a bit where he breaks his foot, but then he runs yeah. across London to catch Henry Cavill, doesn't he? And I saw someone who uploaded it, and as he's running, someone just went over the top of it. In this scene, Tom Cruise is the same age as Richard Wilson was when he first started playing Victor Meldrew, <laughs> and then it just finished. <laughs> just like, oh my god. <laughs> Do you know what? We all love Tom Cruise and we love his commitment to stunts. Why were we so happy when we heard that he'd broken his foot? I know. <laughs> Is it just tall poppy syndrome, ironically? And it didn't even phase him. Yeah. Oh my Made God. it into yeah. the film. He got up and he was like, I guess I'm going to carry on running until someone tells me I'm injured. <laughs> all right, so oh, we're yeah. kicking out. We're kicking out the mummy, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh no, oh no, we're back to we're back to uh, the, right, the good we're one. gonna have a top one. So we agree. So I, we agree I would say out. I would say fallout for me. Um, and then it's one that we've not discussed, but going back to it's just him having so much fun interview with the vampire. He's sure, yeah, he's loving it in that one as well. And that's one of the only times as well, apart from Jack Reacher, where he's had public out. Uh, you know, outcry at his casting. Yeah, how dare you? And then he he dared and he smashed it. He smashed it. And then even and then, in Jack, you know, he's quite good in Jack Reacher. He's yeah, not, I, I've never read the, the books. Of, no, I haven't. Obviously, from what I know, he fits the guy who looks like a shed who plays him in the Amazon TV series. Mm. But like, like you know, there's so many characters who you just can't fight. Like you say, Wolverine. So obviously, you you can definitely probably find a shorter actor to play him. But Wolverine's like five foot three in the comics. Yeah, I think if he was still with us, Richard Pryor would have been great. Yeah, Wolverine. yeah, Prince. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think he's great as Lestat, and you can tell how good he is because when he leaves the film for a bit and you're just stuck with Brad Pitt, it's just so boring. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I've, I've gone to Paris. I'm pretty sad. I'm over here. Oh God! And then the girl's dead. And and when Tom Cruise is back, you're like, "Fucking yes, Lestat!" And it comes back playing the piano, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, Lestat is the guy who, when you're out on a night out, he's the one who's got the bag on him. And he, and then you're like, he's too crazy for this night. But then when he goes away, you're like, "Oh, I wish that guy was back." And then you'll move on <laughs> to like two more bars, and then the guy will be there, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm just as fucked up as you. I'm ready to have a good night with this guy." <laughs> That's but he insists on moving on every drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's like clicking at like the girls that you've been chatting at, going, "Come on, we're going. Come on." Yeah. And Come everything on. is. It's not like let's go to the next bar. Everything's a taxi ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm banned on Uber, so this is yeah. on you. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you one in the next pub. You won't. I will. Don't you? I'll get you. <laughs> and then, so my my third of his, and it is it is tough, but I think you need the full Tom Cruise experience. You need one where he's got a shit eating grin. And he like he's he's antagonizing people in a great way. Mm. I'm gonna go with a few good men. Good shout! I, I love him. And he, he's got the same shit grin in cocktail, but it's too much. Mm. Where I hate cocktail because I just hate you know people who take too long making a drink. Mm. You know when they do all the flipping and you're like, I know you've got that on batch behind there. Can you just give her that margarita <laughs> so I can have my pint of Stella for five dollars? <laughs> um, 
But, but I think he, he absolutely smashes in a few good men. He goes toe to toe with Nicholson. Yeah. In that in that scene, and I've he he, he doesn't lose it. You know? No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. Absolutely no. It, that is that's a, that's an excellent that's an excellent shout. So I think that's my, my that's my fear. Few good men interview the vampire in Fallout. Right. Okay. So I'll say Fallout as well because it is I think almost objectively the best Mission Impossible film. Yeah. Because it also came out of nowhere. They were like tootling along, and then that came out. And went. Everyone went. Okay. Now this is. Just, is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. I think we, I went to watch that on like a Sunday afternoon, you know, ready for the next working week, and we came out of it and was like, "That was amazing. Why is that so good?" <laughs> you know, it's it's a great, it's one of the best action films ever made. Yeah, it was not number six in the franchise. Yeah, yeah, and yeah it, it didn't have that right to be that good, and no, also that... they had that added bonus of it ruined the event, the ruined um, <laughs> yeah, you the got Justice League, the Superman, the Superman mustache. <laughs> Um, so so that's definitely in there for me i'm i'm struggling with like i want to put so many in there so i'm gonna put jerry Maguire in there nice because it's yeah. a slightly yeah. different tone to his other actiony ones i don't want to put that in you know and also time has passed since jerry Maguire came out but you've got to remember like what an impact that film had when it, like everyone was saying you have me at hello and show me the money and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to say Jerry Maguire because I think he really shows his acting range in that as well. You know, he's charming, he's desperate, Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm going to put that in there. Again, and low I, stakes and it's a film about integrity. Like it's a, it's about yeah. a man finding his yeah. integrity. Another one, yeah, I really want to put Minority Report in there. I really want to put a shout out in there for, for Edge of Tomorrow, which is, which is a great film, but I'm going to put, I'm going to put Top Gun Maverick in it. Oh, okay. Now, I, yeah. I'm not that bothered on the first Top Gun, and I sort of feel like I can't put, I can't do this without putting a Top Gun film in it. Like same as we couldn't not put a Mission Impossible film in it. But I just, I'm not that arsed on the first Top Gun. It's just, you know, it's an advert for glasses and jackets. Yeah, I, I actually don't like the first Top Gun, but the I second think... one's brilliant. When you watch it again and you see them switch to like not stock footage, but clearly footage that someone has gone out with a different camera mm. to shoot, and then you've got him in his cockpit. I think the the emotional stuff isn't really there. You know, Goose when Goose dies, you know, someone like the producer swimming pool and he's holding them, yeah. <laughs> like going, "You're going to be in Zodiac in twenty years." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the and the Thunderbirds movie, <laughs> an ER Goose died there. <laughs> um, but yeah, and also top. The great thing about Top Gun Maverick is it said we know loads of people are going to come to the cinema who haven't seen Top Gun or have forgotten about Top Gun, so it does not matter. Nothing in that film matters. It's just a guy who flies planes. Okay, yeah. let's go. And somewhere, someone is going through eighty stuff. Going right? Should we try and break? Nope, dead. All that. Nope, yeah. cancelled. Or no, or, you know, someone's definitely yeah. looking at like a Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> and being like too old can't do it can't make yeah, it back if you look at like even that last indiana jones was i think only good because if you compare it to number four mm. like it's still you're watching an 80 year old man mm. and you're like oh god i bet that hurt his knees when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> well you're watching a 40 year old stuntman with bad cgi <laughs> yeah. you're just watching the train but going i know that's not him yeah along what, off of the train well, why is he a black guy now? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I that's what I'm gonna go for. Top gun, fallout, Jerry Maguire. All right, nice. But there's so many, isn't there? I mean, you know, I think we could both have said we put lions for lambs in there. <laughs> 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 but you know, Rain Man, for example. 
that's a great one. Uh, do you know, I've, I've just clicked onto his upcoming movies to see, is there any hope in anything? In development is the um, the the sequel to uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, yeah. Was, Slash Edge uh, of Tomorrow. Which Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, which is called Live, Die, Repeat and Repeat. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. And then there's, there's one called Untitled Tom Cruise SpaceX Project, which I, obviously he wants to go into space, but don't do it with Elon. That's going to go really, really bad, isn't it? I mean, if he's going to die doing a stunt. Yeah. I do, I will, <laughs> what what stunt do you think is it going to be that kills him? I don't know. I feel like, because what I in my head, he'll, he's, he's backed himself into a corner. So now all Mission Impossibles are just Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. <laughs> part. <laughs> Part three, <laughs> so in like 20th time, we're gonna Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part 10. Um, and and he'll be doing something in, in that, won't he? I think it's gonna be he has to um go inside the Hadron Collider <laughs> and they'll be like, We can do this with CGI, Tom. And he's like, Switch it on, and like, it, it's Tom, it's going to kill you. He's like, then he, becomes, he becomes Dr. Manhattan yeah. from the, <laughs> from the oh, Watchmen comics. I'm watching myself jump up on a couch. Katie's cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if there's any truth to the Dark Knight thing. I always thought, have you ever heard that rumour? That he didn't like her being in the Batman films? No, that he wanted to be in the Dark Knight. And when Christopher Nolan said no, he went, well, she's not being in it then. <laughs> oh, shit. No, so I, apparently, I what I this is what I've read. And although I must I might have read it ages ago now, I read that, I think the, the official line is scheduling conflict in that she was yeah. scheduling conflict in that she was busy being tom cruise's wife yeah. um but i think it, i think i read that he went to chris nolan and said i'd really like to play harvey dent and chris nolan sort of said i don't think you're right for it you know you're probably a bit too old you need to be the same age as christian bale or or whatever and then he said well she's not doing it then because there's also the rumor that have you seen thank you for smoking yeah yeah, yeah. so there's yeah. the rumor in that that he he insisted that her sex scene was cut down and actually, she had quite a long sex scene with Aaron Eckhart, and they cut it down to barely anything because he was—he sort of got pissy about it. But actually, quite recently, the directors come out and said that's that's bollocks. Yeah, I think people are, are so comfortable just taking a rumor about Tom Cruise and running with it. I mean, there, mm. yeah, there, there probably is. Uh, you know, there's a load of mad stuff there. Um, I think uh, God, I've forgotten her name now. What's the actress's name? Yeah, Kate Holmes. Name. Yeah, Kate Holmes. There's a load of mad stuff that has come out that we're not going to touch on and say is confirmed or not confirmed. I can mm. see the look of panic on Ben's face. <laughs> no, I, I don't get it. Mine is the one I think is an element of, I think he wants, if I was Tom Cruise, I probably want more rumors out there. Like it, that's relatively minor him, like throwing a, a, a fit and not allowing her to be. Yeah, throwing his weight around. Yeah. There's far worse stuff out there. Not that, not is... that one that like it, the, uh, the body of goose is actually played by Shelley Miscavige's body. <laughs> but, <laughs> Is it not weird that that, is, that he still has managed to retain a level of like, like, like lovability despite? Yeah, because really that's close to definite. As soon as we, as soon as we knew Travolta was Scientology, everyone was like, "Okay, you're you're down. If you make three bad films, you're done." And Travolta was like, "Free, better not make keep ten. pretending you've got her. <laughs> yeah, better not." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, I love Travolta as well. I'll, I'll do a, a Travolta episode. I'll fucking do it. If you're listening, I'll do it. I don't care if you yeah, come from back. Paris. I love. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll label it the Nicolas Cage episode as well, so that all <laughs> all his crazy fans come on, and then I'll be like, "No, it's a John Travolta episode." Fuck yeah. you. Boom. Face off. You've seen it. You've known the joke. <laughs> <laughs> He's five two. He's six seven. Yeah. Take me. 
they could be body swapped. <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think Josh, we we can comfortably say we've absolutely smashed the deep dive on Tom Cruise. Yeah, uh, I know. Even though you said it last week, do you want to do a, a plug for anything anything in your life? It doesn't have to be a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so I I uh, I'm making paella this week. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no so yeah, so I, I co-host a podcast called Just Films and that. It comes out every Tuesday. We talk about films we think are underrated and underseen. Uh, we sometimes talk about classic films as well that people um, that we decide whether or not we think that they deserve to be classics. We do um, get uh, listen suggestions as well. We've had guests on, including the wonderful Jamie. Um, out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, and search for Just Films and that uh, on all social media. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Josh Squashy, but you'll be disappointed because I'm mostly just tweet disappointing stuff about football. Uh, yeah, and thank you very much for having me. Oh, no, thanks for being on, mate. So we're, after this, we're all going to go watch The Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Um, so we'll put our review up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers, Josh. See you later, guys.